Lights, and you're listening to P.S. Tape Recorder. I'm PF, this is my tape recorder, and we are back after a two-week hiatus. Well, it wasn't really a hiatus, we just did two episodes that weren't PF's third favorite band. We did, of course, my Christmas favorites, and then we did the top six that we do every year with producer Liza and Fangirl. But now we're back at it with uh, PF's third favorite band, question mark, and we're up to our next contestants. Uh, Before we get to them, I should tell you that uh, Professor of Rock got back to us, if you listened to last week's episode, and we're trying to set up an interview with him. That'll be fun. And uh, I decided... What we're going to do after uh, PF's third favorite band, question mark, uh, should we not uh, get the comedy scene back to where it's supposed to be and we can be go back interviewing comedians? Or maybe we'll do both. Maybe we'll keep going back and forth between these kind of music episodes and uh, comedy. We'll, we'll see. I'll keep you posted. Uh, next up in PF's third favorite band, question mark, is New Order. And New Order, uh, you may know, let me see, probably True Faith, you've probably heard, Bizarre Love Triangle, you've certainly heard uh, songs like that. They've, I think uh, the biggest hit they've ever had in the U.S., I think True Faith got to like 30-odd in the U.S. chart, maybe 20, something like that. But, uh, oh, and Blue Monday, you would know, the big dance, uh, the, their big dance 12-inch track. That's the one you would know for sure. Uh, even though that wasn't a, a hit in North America, it was a big dance hit, and as a, I believe it's the best-selling 12-inch single of all time. So anyway, uh, brief history. Uh, There's a band called Joy Division in Manchester in the late 70s. Lead singer Ian Curtis uh, commits suicide. The three surviving members uh, decide that they will not continue on as Joy Division, but do decide they want to still be a band. So they decide to uh, form, go on, but without a name uh, for their first gig. Someone suggests uh, the name New Order. Uh, it sticks. They invite the drummer's girlfriend, uh, Gillian Gilbert, to join the band. She plays keyboards and such. And uh, she's actually credited with taking them in more of an electronic direction. Although, before Ian Curtis passed away, uh, they'd gone into the studio to uh, finish their second album. They found a synthesizer there, and they, uh, they loved the sound of it so much that they wrote a song just around the synthesizer sound. Those songs called Atmosphere. So they had a notion to go that way uh, early on, and they, it was cemented when Gillian Gilbert showed up. Uh, but before we get to New Order, of course, we have to play a song each by my two favorite bands, the Beach Boys and Orchestra Maneuvers in the Dark. An OMD related to New Order uh, in an odd way. I will explain that uh, when we get to the OMD song. But the Beach Boys uh, song, Wild Honey, I told you I was going to concentrate on post-surf Beach Boys because you're probably well familiar with the band up through Pet Sounds. And then after that, it comes Smiley Smile, which features good vibrations and heroes and villains. And then it's kind of a little spot after that. Uh, it was an abandoned album. The, the Brian backed out of finishing it. He kind of went a little nuts, and the rest of the band tried to finish it, but they really just tried to patch together what he had. And I mean, those two songs are good. It's uh, People have mixed opinions on Smiley Smile. Um, shortly after Smiley Smile comes out, like only a couple months after Smiley Smile comes out, they come out with Wild Honey. And I'm going to play the title track. Uh, it's cool because it features um, people think it's a theremin. It is not. I did a little research. It is called an electric theremin. The difference is a theremin is these two wires. You might have seen Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory play this and try to recreate the Star Trek theme, which does use, I believe, an actual theremin. You pass your hand between the two poles and the it changes the waveform and that's what creates the sound. The electric theremin, it's actually, you put your finger 
on down onto a board and your finger moving back and forth uh, creates a sound. So I guess it's a little easier to control. So anyway, Mike Love, I believe, plays the, ele- well, live he played it uh, in the studio. I don't know who played the electric theremin on Wild Honey, but it starts off the song, gives it a great hook. It's one of my favorite Beach Boy songs. Here is Wild Honey. Wild Honey from the album of the same name. Mike Love explained they were writing songs and they were at Brian's house and he went up to make a cup of tea for, to help his voice and he saw uh, there was some Wild Honey in the uh, in the cupboard at Brian's house. And the song is a little naughty, by the way, if, uh, if I may. Uh, we're up to OMD now. Telegraph. Uh, OMD make three albums uh, through 1981. Architecture Morality, a, a commercial and critical success. Uh, they come out and realize, well, hell, we've had all these top ten hits. People love us. We can do whatever we we want. So they come up with an album called Dazzle Ships, and turns out they're wrong. <laughs> uh, Dazzle Ships is a lot of experimentation. It's a lot of uh, noise experiments. It's um, It has actual songs on it. And here's the misconception, though, about it, is uh, it derailed their career. The two singles only got to 50, both of them. Didn't even crack the top 40, even though one of them is brilliant. Well, they're both good, but the whole album's really good. Uh, the, the, if you take out the noise experiments, there's seven actual songs on this album. They could have thrown in a B-side. You get eight songs. A lot of albums have eight songs. You have a proper album. Everyone can quit bitching. All right, so a lot of the song songs on this album people like of all the things you've made. Romance the Telescope is Paul Humphrey's favorite OMD tune. Uh, what's the other? Silent Running people like a lot. The two singles, Genetic Engineering and Telegraph. Uh, Telegraph is probably one of my favorite OMD songs ever. And I'm going to pick this up in the middle because I just love this one part uh, when they were going to come to the United States two years ago in 2019, I excitedly uh, posted about the tour and uh, quoted this part of the song. So here is a little blast of Telegraph for you.
So Telegraph by OMD, uh, like I said, it doesn't do very well commercially, critically, as people have gone back at now and said, oh, this is brilliant, uh, the dude off of Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, he, it's, it's a big influence for him. I think, uh, M, not MGMT, well, probably them too, but it's the uh, LCD sound system. Uh, there said that was a big influence on them. So yeah, the actual song songs are great. Yeah, I mean, even the noise experiments aren't bad and they're short, but I think people get the... Since those kind of things aren't on the other albums, the first three albums, people kind of get the the notion that, oh, it's all like this. No, it's not. There's seven actual songs on it. You can skip the three or four noise experiments, and there you go. And the quick, oh, the quick relation to New Order we're coming back to here is uh, New Order, were uh, when they were still Joy Division, uh, were on a label called Factory Records. Um, uh, OMD sent their tape to Factory Records, and uh, I believe the guy's name is Tony Wilson was driving around with his wife Carol, and she, he had a bunch of cassette tapes on the floor of his car, and his wife's just going through them, and she's like, what are all these? And he goes, oh, these are people that want record contracts. And she's like, oh, let's just throw one in. Well, they happened to throw in Paul and Andy's uh, Electricity, an early version, and she's like, wow, these guys are really good. You ever think of signing them? He's like, eh. She goes, well, I'd like to start my own record label. Can I sign them? And he's like, have at it. So she uh, files uh, uh, the, all the paperwork necessary, I reckon, uh, and she it starts a label called Dindisc, and it's under Factory, which is under Virgin Records. And there you go. Paul and Andy have a record contract. Uh, it is believed in OMD lore that the first OMD gig ever was opening for Joy Division, but it turns out that is not the case. It is actually their second gig. Uh, I can get you the details on that later. Just look it up. But the yeah, lore for many, many years was that they did that. They found out a few months ago that that actually was not the case. But anyway, but they, the two bands know each other really well, and they're, they're both big fans of each other. So... Uh, that takes us now to the first uh, New Order song I'm going to play for you. The first couple songs they did, uh, one's Ceremony, Everything's Gone Green, or two big ones. Those are both great. But I decided to play Temptation as the first early tune. A lot of people have covered this before. It's much more electronic-y than the other two tunes. The other two tunes are electronic-y, but it's still uh, more of a mix of rock and electronic, which is which is good, by the way. But uh, Temptation, I think, really kind of shows Gillian Gilbert's influence on the band and uh, the, the sequence backing. Yeah, you'll, you're going to dig it. This is uh, Temptation, New Order. So 
So after uh, releasing, I believe it's two albums is New Order. There's one, yeah, one I call Factus 81, but it's not really called that. It's called something else. Uh, they come up with an album called uh, Power, Corruption, and Lies. This features Blue Monday, uh, the song you probably know best by New Order. But I'm going to play a song that is a favorite of my wife and I's. Uh, we disagree on everything musically. We like the same bands for the most part. We disagree on those bands' best songs. This is one we agree on. Uh, we This is both our favorite New Order songs. Uh, a lot of good tracks on here. And excuse the text clicking there. I've been ordered to be quieter. I mean, though I'm all the way down in the basement, I'm still being too loud. All right, so I've lost my train of thought completely. Uh, I believe we were talking about Power, Corruption, and Lies. Oh, yeah, the other good songs on Power, Corruption, and Lies. Uh, Age of Consent is another banger for you. But I'm going to play the slower, again, very keyboardy, very moody, Your Silent Face. Your Silent Face from Power, Corruption, and Lies. Uh, they release a single called Confusion between uh, that album and their next album, which comes out in 1980, actually 85. They take two years to record a whole new album. That album is called Low Life, features a single called The Perfect Kiss. It also features a single called Subculture. Weirdly, the most popular song from the album, and again, another one that's been covered by a lot of people, is a song called Love Vigilantes, which isn't very keyboardy at all, but man, it is a banger. And again, one of my favorite New Order tunes, well, obviously, because that's one of the six I'm playing. Uh, this is Love Vigilantes. Oh, wow. 
cracking tune there. They uh, take uh, just a year off before they record Brotherhood. Brotherhood has Bizarre Love Triangle. That's the big song, you know, by them from that album, which I believe that may have actually skated into the top 50 here in the U.S., but you know it. It, it was on a uh, one of those sing-along video game things, uh, well, karaoke things that's on that. So you, you might have heard it. But I like a song called All Day Long. Again, very keyboardy. Uh, it's got a great hook. The problem is it's an incredibly sad song, so you need not to think about what the song is actually about. Uh, it, if you put that out of your head, uh, then it's fine. But ooh, it's a deep subject matter. Great tune. Uh, This is from the album Brotherhood by New Order. This is All Day Long. After that, they decide they're going to release, or the record label or both decide they're going to release a, a compilation album, a Greatest Hits of You. They call it Substance. If you buy the CD, you get the A sides, and on the B side, you get the, uh, of the well, CDs, not B sides, but you get a, another disc of uh, remixes of the A sides of all the singles. And uh, boy, some good stuff on there. Oh, you get some B-sides too, because you get the song called 1963, which is fantastic. Uh, Almost played that, but decided to play True Faith just because uh, it is such a tune. Again, this is, if you know any, like a handful of New Order songs, you know uh, Blue Monday, you know uh, Bizarre Love Triangle, and you know True Faith. And uh, True Faith is just, boy, just jumps out of you right from the start, and it it hits you right in the face. It's uh, added on to substance. It's like a new new track, one of those new track on a Greatest Hits album kind of things. But uh, it's one of those ones where it does belong. It, It very much is one of their greatest hits. Here's True Faith.
So 1989 rolls around. Again, it's two years since an album. Well, almost, let me see. It's 83 years since an album. And they bring out an album called Technique. It's got a song on it called Fine Time as a big single. Uh, I can't remember what the other one is. Th this song was scheduled to be a single, and at the last minute they decided not to release it as a single. I don't know why, but it is the best tune on the album and fits very much in with all the rest of my favorite songs by them. Uh, this song is called Vanishing Point, and you're going to see why it fits in so well. So you can see it's just the, the that solid New Order sound, man. It's uh, you know that that. Although, as you notice, and I've read in interviews later that were you know Peter and and Bernie, the two guys in the band, were, weren't really getting along very well. Uh, Bernard usually plays guitar, uh, Peter Hook plays bass, and gradually the bass sounds get mixed further and further down in the records, which you can kind of notice as you go through these six songs, even. But I mean, it's it's still up there in this one, so maybe they're still getting getting on then. And then that's really about it. They release a single called Crystal. I can't remember even what year or album that came off of. Uh, they do a. a uh, the the uh, song for the World Cup. They do um they do have another album that comes out that has a great song called Regret that comes out in ninety four I think it is uh, a song called World in Motion. Good stuff. Uh, Crystal comes out I think after that and that's the song from which the Killers take their name because in the video as a fake band uh, on the video and in the on the drum kit it says the Killers so the Killers took their name from that. But really, that's about it, which is another problem with New Order uh, as being my third favorite band because they're great up to a point, and then it just stops like Depeche Mode. Fantastic, and then that's it. And I've tried to get into the newer stuff, and uh, it just hasn't worked out. So uh, very, very strong early catalog, uh, kind of a weak late catalog. So that's uh, PF's third favorite band, question mark, New Order. Uh, we, get to our honorable, uh, we get to our honorable mention band now. That band is... Duran Duran, how about that? Formed in Birmingham, England in 1979-80-ish. Take their name, of course, from the movie uh, Barbarella because they uh, play at a club called Barbarella's. So they figured that, well, that fits, that works out. And um, this actually, I believe, is the first or one of the very first songs they ever wrote. 
but it does not appear until their second album. And uh, there's a couple different versions of it. I love them all. But uh, I'm going to play the original, well, the original version, the original recorded version. Uh, there's an acoustic version that appears as a B-side, which I believe is actually the demo for the song. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to play the, uh, the version from Rio, uh, one of my favorite albums. Uh, this song is called The Chauffeur. And uh, here it is. Sun drips down, bedding heavy behind The front of your dress all shadowy light And the droning engine throbs in time With your beating heart So a little different than the Duran Duran you might know if you're a casual fan, but man, the riff Simon's voice, oh, perfection, perfection. And to this day, they still play that song at every concert. That's interesting. It's like, I, I'm sure they play girls on film in Rio at every concert, but for a song that was never a single, uh, they have a lot of fidelity to that track. And I've seen them at least twice, maybe. I might have seen them three times, but every time I've seen them, they've done the chauffeur, thankfully, and I go home happy, because that's all, that's all I have to hear, really. <laughs> so that's our honorable mention band, Duran Duran. Uh, liked them a lot at the beginning. Loved the first album, loved Rio. Uh, Seven the Ragged Tigers, okay. It's better than I remember it being. Uh, and then we Arena is fine. People thought that was, it was a live album. People thought it was weird. There was You could hardly hear the crowd in it. And then they tacked on a studio song called Wildwoods, which is actually really good. Video used to scare the hell out of my friend Aaron. Um, let me see. What else was there after that? After Arena, we get to... Oh, they did uh, Notorious. It's fine. The, the, the single's great. Uh, the rest of the album, eh. And then, yeah, they do some sporadic stuff. I do like um, one song from Big Thing, which comes out in 89. Uh, and then the, the, the hits they have in the 90s are pretty good. Come Undone and, and all that. So, I mean, pretty favorable. They could have almost made this list, actually. I think they just missed out qualifying, but that's your honorable mention band for today, Duran Duran, which brings us finally to our song of the week, and we heard them on the top six last week, Cassia. Uh, they released a single in 2020, which um, I can't remember which one of these it was. They released four singles, two I like, two I'm not as keen on. Uh, I believe Hurt was the single they released, which got me kind of into them and then going back into the catalog. But I like this song, Drifting, even better. So this came out late in 2020, I believe. Uh, if you go back to the top six episode from last week, you'll uh, recall that I uh, kind of liken these guys to Vampire Weekend. I'm always debated. I'm always when I debated whether it was early Vampire Weekend or late. I say it's more Father of the Bride Vampire. He says it's no, no, it's definitely more early Vampire. But see if this still fits into that argument. This is a song called Drifting. It's our song of the week on PS Tape Recorder. So long and thanks for listening. It's a fool. Ride a live a lie, very eyed in a trap of his own. 
Missing our roots now, so never mind Wait in line for the flowers to grow Baby, on my shoulders There's ways in time to make things okay The reasons I just cannot explain There's precious sky and the sun so way Wash over you and the years of pain we are living apart now But please don't give in Cause I, I don't really know where I should begin Simple kinds of daydreams always slip away